need somebody Help Not just anybody Help You know I need someone Welcome back to Movie Issues. Guess who's back? I'm back, bitches! <laughs> Chaos through the podcast! Really? Chaos? Oh, I'm bringing it down, Cthulhu style. Wow. Yeah. So I'm you... in your dreams. <laughs> That's terrible. <laughs> oh, it's good for me. Yeah. Yeah. Get all sexy to Oh, me. yeah. So See, you, uh, you're back because you were at Death's Door. For a week, and then you left me there uh, to go Man, record. She was with... sick. I left. <laughs> I was, I was, I was sick for a week, and then you take two weeks off from Spooky. I was like, "Fuck it, yeah. I'm out." <laughs> no, you, I, I spoke to you one day while you were sick. It, it, it was like you had chewed on gravel and then smoked it. Mm. You were like, yeah, I'm not going to You sounded like mashed potatoes. You know, like, what, what's that? Mashed potatoes. What's that dude's name? <laughs> Sling Blade? I... <laughs> Billy Bob? Billy Bob, yeah, yeah, Billy Bob. <laughs> I like to think I was channeling some Tom Waits, but... All right, I'll go with that. Whatever. Nah. Hey, you know what? Whatever makes you feel better, Sicky. Mm. So, Spooky is back. I'm your host, Leland, here with... Spooky. Spooky, yeah. I, yeah. I already said it. That's fine. I'm going to keep it in, though. <laughs> Hi. Hey. It's Hi. good to be back. It's good to be back. <laughs> I missed I missed uh, I missed you. Oh, the the podcast. Oh, not just me. Okay. No, not just you. <laughs> I got more going on. I got more going on. When we last spoke and you listened, Nash not true cuz it was just you and me. So, uh when we were talking about what we wanted to do for the month of March. Mhm. We had shit planned. Like we were, there were some movies we, had, we were talking. We had some about. stuff going on, it's and like, then you, know, you it's a good idea, this and this. Yeah, and, and then you were like, "Fuck it, I want to do music month." And I said, "All right, you it, come to me with four music movie related, not musicals, no music yeah. heavy music." And you came to me with four, and I came to you with a couple too, and we negotiated. Yeah, yeah we're we not gonna together. we're not gonna spoil them all up oh. here front. But stay tuned. Yeah, kids. but this month is dedicated to all music and movies. Some are good. Some are not. Stay tuned. But what happened prior to all this happening was the biggest night in Hollywood. Yeah. Oscars. Oscars. Oscars were on Sunday night. And I was at work. I don't have TV. And so when I came we didn't home, watch them. no, that's not true. I watched them. Yeah, you watched. Them. I got home and I was two hours behind in the telecast, so I got to DVR through every speech. And it was amazing. Uh, so that happened. <laughs> kind of a big thing. Just, it was a big thing. Seth MacFarlane hosting. Um, uh, it was uh, okay. It was Seth MacFarlane. Yeah, he, you know what? For the people that were confused that they didn't understand or. What was it? I read a couple articles where I was generally offended. I had no idea that's what he was going to do. Really? Mm. The creator of Family Guy? You didn't think he was going to yeah. bring some sort of dirtiness to the show? You didn't think Ted was going to roll up at some point? Yeah. Um, you know, he had his conversation with Captain Kirk in the beginning. Cute, but went on way too long. No. Uh, you know, I, we... <laughs> I'm, you know, they basically said Tina and Amy are going to host it next year already. So yay for us. Uh, I'm rooting for Tatum on, you know, Tatum 2014. <laughs> so, 
love that kid. <laughs> he is kind of a. He's. It's really surprising to 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 think. Three years ago, we were bagging on his yeah, ass. Oh, like he could not be worse. <laughs> and now he's like the fucking poster child for this podcast. We, <laughs> we the, love him is, so is, much. Is he our um, mascot? <laughs> like... Probably, yeah, yeah. I mean, if if we had to put someone in that, you know, circular logo for movie issues, yeah, it'd, it'd be, be Tater Tots. Yeah, uh, it'd be uh, yeah, it, it'd be Tater Tots or uh, Joseph Gordon Levitt would be our our mascots. We give those two dudes kind of love a lot in kind of different ways. Like totally. I think. Like, we totally respect JGL. I respect Tatum. Mostly. I respect him after the Oscars. Dude danced like a fucking Fred Astaire pimp up there with Charlize. Well, it's, it's fucking... Motherfucker had spats tails on a top hat. I respect that dude a lot more this morning than I did the other day. Dude's Magic Mike. You know he's got, like, dancing skills and shit. Like, that shit was There's like... a difference between hip-hop and mm. slowly dancing across with Rhythm, Charlize. Rhythm's rhythm. You got it or you don't. Anyway. I got it down to my kneecaps. What? What? <laughs> but then uh, JGL and fucking Harry Potter did a little uh, soft shoe with Seth MacFarlane there for a bit. That was kind of interesting. Again, went on way too long. Not unlike us talking about it. Now, yeah, the Oscars, there was not a lot of upsets pretty much across the board. You knew who was going to win. I didn't think there was anything shocking. Other than fucking brave, uh, I, I I'll be admit violently upset. Mm. There, I I I was alone in my home and I yelled, "What the fuck!" Like just so angry. I don't know anyone who saw it. The animators that shop in the comic book shop all tell me how much they hated it. It's amazing that it got best picture. Like it was kind of like what. You saw Pixar and just checked it. Yeah. You didn't even fucking waste your time with that piece of shit movie. Moving on. Now, what upset me greatly at the Oscars was the Bond tribute. Oh, really? I was so excited. It's the Oscars. It is the longest running film franchise. It has made a billion dollars, two billion now, because Skyfall alone made a billion. So, you know, this is the longest running franchise in cinema history. It deserves a lot more pop and circumstance than what it was gotten at the, what it was gotten what it was given at the Oscars and I was expecting a lot more there was the rumor all six Bonds are going to be on stage then there was a the rumor none of the six Bonds are going <laughs> to be on stage then there was the other rumor maybe a few Bonds are going to be on stage I think it's tough to get Sean Connery to come off his lawn <laughs> his his island yeah. the motherfucker owns a castle like on an island in Scotland as you do right yeah, I mean... he's fucking Bond he can do whatever he wants um, my really problem takes a, was takes a lot to get him out of there. <laughs> he's old and crotchety yeah. now. <laughs> like he's gone past like adorable old grandpa to crotchety old grandpa. <laughs> is he Bon Torino? Like is he just yeah, Bon Torino now? <laughs> yelling at the Irish. <laughs> but so the Bond tribute starts. Halle Berry walks out looking fantastic. First, first, no, well, well, right. move. No, yeah, nothing against. Miss Barry as a person. I'm sure she's a lovely individual. I think she's gorgeous. I don't know. She did hit somebody. Uh, mm. Hey. <laughs> but I do feel... Whatever. So Jinx walks out, which is right there, is fundamentally wrong. You're yeah. like, well, okay, we're out. That's a bad start. And she comes out and she starts talking about her time in the Bond films yeah. and how Bond is whatever. And then she's... Well, here's a montage of Bond's greatest moments. Decent montage. Ending with... 
uh, Dame Shirley Bassey comes up out of the stage, sings fucking Goldfinger over dramatically. I mean, <laughs> like if she, the way she was pounding her chest with her fist, singing it to the roof. Oh man! It, it, and at the end of the song, I expected something to yeah. happen. No, that was it. That was the Bond tribute. Not that, a single a, motherfucking James Bond showed up. But that doesn't even roll like montage into nope. like Adele. No, that was later in the show when she started screaming at us. No, like it was. No, I was so upset. I was like, to me, it's like all the Bond actors were like, "Fuck off! I don't need to go to your stupid award show and celebrate the thing that made me a household name in millions." So essentially, couldn't uh, even get Craig. Come on. So essentially, uh, Catwoman walks out, <laughs> plays a YouTube video, and then what's her face just sings her song yep. like to mm. the back row. Yeah, I I was disappointed. That it, is really lame. I'm disappointed really in Bond. Yeah. I'm disappointed in the Academy. Was there at least like a bunch of like dancers and shit? No, no, no Nothing. dancers. No just, dancers. Was she painted gold? She was wearing a gold dress and bathed in gold lighting. Mm, not good enough. Not good enough. Granted, her performance was amazing. I'm not. I'm not she no. I mean, she really delivered. I okay. mean, but, sounded like it. But she did what she normally does. But you know, then their theme of the evening was like music musicals of the last decade, which was weird that they wanted to hone in the last decade. I was like, well, does that mean you can't cover 85 years worth of musicals in 90? You know, the no, six hour downtown cast. They can't. <laughs> so they only focused on. Chicago and Dreamgirls. I'm trying to think of another one. Well, that's pretty much it. Well, look, they're not going to bring up burlesque. <laughs> but then they then they did that like this fucking about, medley of Les Mis bullshit. What about like Justin and Kelly, like American Idol? No, that was that's, that's like eleven years. <laughs> was it? Yeah, it's like two thousand, dude. Here, I was trying to rack my brain just to get that. But. Barbara Streisand came out and sang her song "The Way We Were," uh, which is the opening line is "Memories," and it was all about. The immemorium. So, like, they had Clooney come out. Hey, a lot of people died this year. Let's look at them. Here's a bunch of pictures. Then Barbara Streisand comes out and sings her "The Way We Were" memory song. Yeah. And we're all, you know, people in the audience. Oh, yeah. Uh, bored, senseless. I thought it was kind of a snooze fest of a show at Did certain points. Did we lose points. anyone big this last year? Yeah, a few. Who? Ernest Borgnine. Mm. Do you even know who that is? I know the name. It's really no point to continue this conversation now, is there? Fair enough. Moving on. <laughs> there was a couple big ones. Nothing oh, we like... lost Whitney, y'all! That was last year, man. Damn it! I have no idea what year it is! And she... Look. Right. Right. You're right. Yes. She would have been mentioned on the Oscar Memoriam. Because she did Bodyguard. a couple movies. <laughs> but wife. really, the Grammys is her thing. Uh... I just thought it was kind of a snooze fest of a year for what they did. And I mean, the, I thought everything worked fine. It was mm. a decent show, but that bond thing, once they failed bond on me, I was kind of, you you've got nothing out. for yeah, me. Yeah. You just want to, you could read the rest of the Oscar list and just I be done. Like, I mean, I watched the rest of it. Everybody looked pretty. I was like, Oh yeah, you're better than yeah, me. I yeah, get that's it. Standard yeah. though. Um, Marky Mark talked to Ted on stage. It was awkward for everybody involved. It just, everybody knows he's not really there. Yeah. It just, it was stupid. And, uh, there is some really... He puts on that Boston accent again. It was... The bad patter between the actors was terrible. Like, all the jokes were just falling flat. Like, you got Paul Rudd and Melissa McCartney come out. They're all supposed... They're funny. They're loving. Yeah. Just awful. Like, their chemistry on stage was terrible because of the jokes. Oh, and then when they announced Best Picture, because when they announced Best Picture and Best Director, they always pull out, like, 
some old awesome actor and aging mothballs to come out and like yeah michael douglas and jane Ooh. fonda come out they both look good for you know being in their 80s but you know and they yeah, but isn't michael douglas just a crypt keeper at this point well, he had throat cancer we gave it a little pass so you know they did their thing and they gave um you know best director to angley rightly deserved mm-hmm. and then like so the whole time they they cut to the audience it's the first time it's been in a while. Jack's in the front row. Now, Jack hasn't been in there in the Oscars for a couple years. He hasn't gone. He hasn't had a movie. No fucking reason for him to be there in the front row with his dark glasses. Yeah. High as a kite. He's the last presenter of the evening. So, Jack Nicholson comes out basically looking like the Joker, but not in a purple suit. Yeah. Like, his hair was disheveled. The suit was way too big for him. The collar was coming undone. His glasses were hooked into his hair, so his hair had that, like, Christopher Walken flair. Yeah, he looked so drunk that you're like, motherfucker's gonna fall on stage. He throws the... Uh, him, he... Oh, God. He starts having a tele... Tele... Casts communication. He starts. He ha- skypes. He <laughs> he starts skyping with Michelle Obama in Washington D.C., who presents the, <laughs> presents the award for best picture. But what? I honestly don't know if it was. I have to assume it could, was pre-recorded. Could we not get President Obama? Or why wasn't she just there? Like hell, Oprah's there. You know why what? are you there, Michelle? Yeah, you know what? yeah like it's so <laughs> weird. Like nothing against. Michelle Obama. No, 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 nothing against her at all. But why would you go to the president or anybody outside of industry? (laughs) That is such a weird. It was weird, but because I, if it wasn't Mm pre-recorded, which I, I I have, I don't know. I honestly haven't been able to find this online. I'm pretty sure I dig dug it deep enough. I find it, but. If it wasn't pre-recorded, it was the worst Skype conversation I've ever seen. Well, there is that delay. There, there was a delay. But a I don't delay. know if it was a delay on purpose. Anyway, so they announced Argo. Yay! You know, everybody's happy. And then Seth MacFarlane and Kristen Chenoweth sing this terrible, terrible song to the, all the losers. And I thought that was just a really bad taste. I was like, especially to the nine-year-old girl. <laughs> I mean, she lost, yes. But she's not. You don't yeah. gotta let her know she's a loser. Okay, but you know what? She got a lot of life to live. She, she could win eventually. <laughs> One of the highlights was Sally Field riding off in the uh, Smokey and the Bandit car with Seth MacFarlane dresses a nun. That for me was pretty well good. So that was the Oscars in a hole. <laughs> I was pissed off about the Bond thing. That is lame because they were making a big deal about it. Yeah, it was. It was the 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 gun barrel was in the 85th Oscar yeah, yeah. promotion. <laughs> yeah, I. Grand, I'm not saying they all six had to be there. That would have been amazing. But really, what are all six of them going to say? Like, why not at least, like, have dancers that look like the Bond girls? I mean, they could have... It would have been interesting if they had maybe pulled out of mothballs, like, a, a small segment of all the Bond girls. Like, yeah. like here we have the living Bond girls on stage, and, like, and all just, 25 or... Even fucking Grace Jones can be up there for all I care. Just <laughs> something else, you know? <laughs> but, I mean, where was... Not even Daniel Craig? I figured he was at least in the fucking crowd. Yeah, no, he, he wasn't could, even there. He didn't as far even go. as I know, what a dick. Shatner was in the audience. They kept cutting to him, and I thought it was hilarious. He looked lost. <laughs> like, why am I at the Oscars? <laughs> I've never made a movie that's going to get nominated. When's the last time he is in a movie? <laughs> uh, okay, do you mean movie or like just hey, Shatner's rolls it up on a film? <laughs> you know, let's say all right. 
can we remember either one? Last week's movie in 1994, Star Trek Generations. <laughs> that was a thing, right? <laughs> so 20 years ago. Uh, I just, I don't know, the Bond thing really bugged me. But I'm not going to hark on it. So of course you know that we, uh, we've been doing the Oscar contest the last couple of weeks. Yay! We do have a winner. Yay! Someone, Some one person beat everyone else. Because honestly, I was a little worried. Like, what happens if a couple people all got the same number? Look, right? if we had a, if we had five people that had the same number, <laughs> look, look, names going in a hat, pull it out a name. We're not made of money, guys. <laughs> no, but we did have a winner, and we'll announce that at the end of the show. Yeah, we're gonna make you work for it because this is a good. This is a good podcast, guys. Um, this is gonna be fun. The winner did kick some major ass. I was highly impressed by this individual. Beat me by two. Ooh, snap. I'm good at these. I've won pools at parties. Beat me by 23. Yeah. You were going to like... I... No, you were going to nominate like Transformers Part 3 or something. You don't even know what came out whoa, this year. Whoa, whoa, <laughs> I would never nominate Part 3. I would nominate the movie. The animated movie. And from, I would nominate... From like 86? Yeah. Oh, and I right. would nominate it for everything. Because it deserves... Everything. Best costuming. All the Oscars. An animated film. It deserves all the Oscars. That's fair. But, but we'll get to that uh, uh, at the end of the podcast. So, but keeping with the, the, the vibe of the show today, we've, already, we've discussed music mm-hmm. and 60s. Fuck it. We talk, give the Beatles a little love today. We watched 1965's, I'm going to say masterpiece <laughs> of something. Somebody, somebody might call it a masterpiece. The Beatles starring in a movie from 1965 called Help. Now, directed... Now this, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to enjoy watching your face. Okay. Um, Richard Lester is the director of this film. He also directed Hard Day's Night, previous with them in it. Mm-hmm. Um, he's done all the 1960s and 70s Three Musketeers films. Apparently, there was more than one. Huh. He had like four. All... Same continuity in actors as whatever. This weird... I was like, all right, that's fair. You know, I only remember the Disney... From 93? Yeah. Yeah. Me me and Corinne back there, like, that's... Yeah, yeah. Us? We're not supposed to watch Michael York and Raquel Welsh. That's not our thing. (laughs) But he directed those two bitches in the movie. All right. Uh, So an accomplished director. Oh, uh-oh, (laughs) uh-oh. Most notably... Here it comes. For replacing Richard Donner on Superman 2. Ooh, and that's directing why, Superman 3. <laughs> that's why that sounded weird. He is the Richard Pryor <laughs> bringer of Superman. That's why. I, that, the name sounded kind of familiar. No, yeah, I saw Twinkle go off. And I was yeah. trying to... I kind of dazed out for a second. Uh, budgeted at 1.5. 1965 took in 12. That's a lot of money back then. Oh, fuck yeah, dude. That was like international Like with inflation hit. and shit? Yeah. You know? Uh, it's the Beatles, dude. Yeah. Now, at the time, Beatles, Beatlemania, British Invasion. This is like the height of oh, Beatlemania. Before they, yeah. Before they got like high as balls and shit. Yeah, yeah, this is before, before the Sergeant revolution. Before Pepper. Yeah. <laughs> White Album ain't ready yet, you know? We're getting there. In, in defense, though, White Album is really solid. It is. And then Sergeant Pepper goes too far. There's I not... like the, I I like Sgt. Pepper's, but it's not the one I put on the most. There's songs on it I yes, like. There are so many great songs. Uh, on the whole, not so... This 
Not, de- I mean, definitely not my favorite. Help the album, the movie. This is this was my first Beatles record. Mm-hmm. It, fuck, this was my first record I bought with my own money. Like mm-hmm. I had records, my parents bought them. Yeah, records, y'all. So <laughs> I remember. I think it was like 1986. Wow, rolling down to the Parkway Plaza Mall, <laughs> three ninety five square pan pizza deal, two slices of salad and a drink. Going across the way to the Tower Records, picking up my first Beatles record, which was this. This this is my favorite Beatles album as well. I love Help. I think every song on there is fucking solid. It is. It is really good. And they're all like two minutes long, so you can listen to it in another 30 minutes, <laughs> which is right. Uh, what was it? There was the Stones? Beatles? Well, I mean, Stones? Yeah, it was... The Who? The Who, yeah, no, the Who were also big. Oh, we were trying to think of who the British Invasion yeah, no, I mean, consisted of. Or? I think it really came down to those three, and it which were like, well, really, it, it's because Beatles or Stones. Where'd you draw the line? You yeah. know what I mean. And frankly, I'm a Beatles guy. Like even even today, it seems people are either Beatles or Stones. Yeah, Pink Floyd or Zeppelin. Like really, those two were so drastically different that I can't even compare those two yeah, but in so my were, mind. But so were Beatles and, and Rolling Stones, really. That's fair, but I think because they were both British, I can accept that one. <laughs> so but, like, but like Pink Floyd is all like... Not all of it. Earlier stuff is... Look, look, once you've heard Hidden Animals in the fucking wilderness, that long fucking title, dude, they're all high. Fuck it. This is the 60s. Mod was in. Everyone was fucking two-toned and high. <laughs> Which I kind of wish we were for the day. Uh, the Beatles were very sharply dressed in this. Well, they looked great. Well, except for the hair. Yeah, it's the 60s. It's and forgivable. The well, they're British. <laughs> no offense. Nose is kind of big. Okay, they can't help that, dude. It's like, you're like, you're like, you're making... You're like, Sorry, I thought we were just, we were just judging. You're, you're just like, they're, they're all ugly. They all sounded funny, too. <laughs> For those of you who haven't seen this movie, check it out. It's a mindfuck. Uh, it's it's wacky. It, all right, wacky's a yeah, nice I, way I, of saying I, a mindfuck. I wouldn't call it a mindfuck because no, nothing about it is confusing <laughs> as long as you're not trying. All right, I guess I was trying. I love this flick. I think it's hilarious. I laughed hysterically today. I guess you could say the gist of the film. It's a comedy adventure. Yeah. Um, you threw a out the word satire. I think they get a little satirical. No, I think points. they're satiring the Bond franchise slightly with the crazy gadgets the bad guys have. Yeah. The fact that the help theme is played by multiple different instruments. Yes. Bond likes to do that. Um, Bond only the started globe, in 62. Globe trotting. So we've only got like... Three to two Bond films up to That's this point. That's well, I'm not saying it's not, but it's just to go so far. Yeah. Also, the Batman TV show is popular in America at this time, and frankly, the lead bad guy in this is the Penguin. Oh, yeah. yeah. He, the, his umbrella the, did all sorts of crazy shit. <laughs> like, this Indian who's obviously an Englishman. Oh, yeah. It, it it's Yeah, they're all white. The, <laughs> just painted dark, just racist, racism rampant. <laughs> uh, the, the movie starts with, like, this... I have to say Indian, because I have no idea what well, other no, thing they, they, were, they, they were trying. Yeah, Ka- Kaili is a the Indian god of death. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Kaili. Kaili Ma. They kept saying it so many different ways that, yeah. that I now say it wrong because <laughs> well, I, I relate to this film, <laughs> which just makes me sound stupid. Uh, but they're doing like this sacrifice 
uh, that revolves around this ring that the chosen one wears during the sacrifice. Apparently, right. these sacrifices are fucking daily. Yeah. From, Which really... What does she say? From sun to moon, from moon to sun, you yeah, die. They have 24 <laughs> hours of happiness, and then they die. Yes. Which I'm like, well, at least you're going out on a good time. And but... you gotta be painted red. And you have to be red. Really? The only requirements <laughs> for this sacrifice is you must be painted red, and you must die. And wear a ring. Oh, yeah, yeah you must so be you got, wearing the ring. Okay, those so those three, three things. Three, other than that, doesn't matter where the fuck or how you die. They lose the ring. Magically, and, the ring is now with... It's on ring. You know what? They don't really. They explain in a line of dialogue where he got the ring from. But they don't said, show us. He says he got it from some bird, uh, meaning a, a meaning a lady. <laughs> which he did. Like I noticed a couple of like I have English to slang. Was, I, I, I I assume he got it from Winky. No. Well, she wanted to save her sister. Did she? Yeah. Oh, I never got that. Yeah, remember? Because that was her sister that was supposed to die yeah. in the beginning. Yeah, and yeah, then, yeah. then there was that weird scene of her getting washed by her mom. Yeah. <laughs> that's kind of weird. Um, no, uh, they, didn't, they didn't say it, but that was just how okay, I said okay. it. I said See, it that way. I think Ringo boned that chick and just Took the had, ring? Yeah. Like, it was so good she gave him the ring. All right. You know, that works, too. No, you know, that doesn't work because that implies that Ringo got played. <laughs> oh, Ringo got laid. <laughs> Granted, it may be the sloppy seconds of oh. Paul and John. Ringo got laid. He was a Beatle. That's fair. The fucking roadies got laid for being Beatle roadies. But the, the Beatles have a have a fucking radius of just laid. You stand next to the Beatles, you will get laid. Ringo's got the ring of sacrification. That was a good word. Where are we over there? I like it. Um... The problem is it's stuck on him. It is stuck on him, and so therefore the the, the Indians, this, this this cult of yeah. evil is now going to travel the world trying chasing him. chasing him down. Trying to paint him red and then kill him. Well, first they want to just get the ring. So they try to get the ring, but then the day is over. Um, yeah, new day starts, the, so they the, just the, make him the sacrificial. The sexy red bird gets washed and she's fine and yeah. now it's he's now the sacrificial lamb for their religion now you mentioned it at the end of the movie not, we're not i mean i don't mean to jump around but you were saying like it's kind of kind of rude to religion in a sense towards these these poor indians now I granted mean, it's it's a made-up religion i'm sure it's based in some sort of hindu it's reality. based on real things but that's like to say that you know i call my i, I say that i praise zeus but don't follow up on anything right 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 okay it's, that's fair. it's yeah it's, it's half-assed there's a lot of racism in this but at the time i think it was just accepted racism see i i, I don't or, know or let me cut you off or we live in a pc world now where this isn't racism we just now assume it is because we can't go amongst ourselves one day without being ooh yeah. too soon you know um, i hate the world we're living in <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> that's that's a possibility i think if there's any kind of perceived racism to be seen now, it's just simple ignorance at the time. Yeah, like... They're, they're not trying to be racist No, 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 at, I'm not implying at that at all. all. Yeah. It's just simply like, well, no one knew that that would be considered racist, probably including those actors who are kind of the butt of those jokes. Well, kind of like the... Um... They're like, well, we need to go talk to a jeweler. And it, the, the words of the screen are like, they found the nearest Oriental. <laughs> Oriental's not a person. Yes. <laughs> like, but you know But the dude the they were 60s, talking to was an Oriental. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, he was a white dude. That's what I'm saying. 
But the ring is stuck on Ringo's finger, and then thus craziness kind of ensues. And when we say craziness, fucking crazy shit. Weird, like... Like, what is it? Paul gets shrunk down at one point yeah. because of a shrinking fluid yeah. descended from an orchid. And and then he, like, runs around naked in, like, in, like covered a, in gum a gum wrapper. wrapper. Yeah. <laughs> Which just would have... Oh, yeah. The sexual repression of, of the women in the 1960s, not being able to talk about it, say nah. anything. So when they go to these Beatles concerts, you see them passing out because yeah, it's just, they're, it's overloaded of hormones. To see, I'm sure, Paul get naked. Knowing, it, knowing he's only covered by a thin yeah, wrapper. Or, or, or when Ringo's zipper comes down at one point. Oh, dude. That zipper was like a foot long, that, too. That was, you know that theater. Just, it was like a twilight prepugescent. Like, it got moist. It was just, just a in the air. Oh, God. is And that's sad that girls had to be forced into this repression this back in the well, 60s. Well, it's not like the dudes had it much better. Well, I'm, I'm not saying they didn't, but you don't see too many dudes passing out on the Ed Sullivan footage. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's my point here. <laughs> Look, my mom would tell me stories that she stood in line for four hours to get tickets to this movie, and they sold out, and she threw a fit. She was young, so it's allowed, but she, like, cried her eyes out for yet. days. Like, what do you mean I can't see the Beatles? Was <laughs> <laughs> there only one showing? Probably. <laughs> I mean, they didn't have multiplexes at that time. It was like, look, have we got a movie? We're, We're gonna showing it, once. like, once today. If you didn't get tickets. <laughs> uh, we have to hand crank this backwards. <laughs> you know how long that is? But, like, it's just, it's it's like a... I know you said wackiness, and I'll go with wackiness because it's the 60s, but, man, it's just so many strange things were happening in this movie. This movie is not written like a movie. No. There, and I there think is no act structure. It's just, really, it's it's just simply... It uh, is what it is. You, you, have the, you have a beginning, and then you have an end, and then you fill the middle with... Stuff. With situational humor. Very funny situational no, humor. Yeah, yeah. But it works. For this instance. Now, do you think this could work today? No. Like, is there a band out there? I mean, and I I guess it'd have to be like a teeny bopper band. Yeah, it would. No, it'd have to be like a boy band. Uh, I don't want to follow One Direction around in the fucking movie. I've never heard a One Direction song. I think I heard one, and before I knew it was them, mm-hmm. I was like, all right, this is kind of catchy. And then someone's like, oh, it's One Direction. I was like, and I hate it. <laughs> Shut it down. <laughs> it's kind of like, no. Uh, yeah, I mean, but I mean, there are still musical movies like this being made that have concert footage intercut into their lives of, uh, I guess, celebrity... I mean, like, there was, like, Bieber's got a movie. Katy Perry had That's one. That's true. That's but I true. think those are more... Follow me in the day of life of Katy Perry. And those, are, crazy. Yeah, those are, like, yeah. documentaries. Not the same, by any means. I think these work much better. These crazy kind of, like... Yeah, but you know, this, this reminds me of, like, the Monkees TV show. Granted, but, but this, clearly that was a ripoff of the Beatles, yeah, the American version. We, all, the, we know the, that history. The, the thing is, is though, is that this this format, or, or maybe not the format, but the structure that this movie has won't play anymore. No, because when they the last time that they've tried to give a band a movie, we got Spice World, which if you really sit down and think about, kind of like this. 
it's crazy in that same I, now that I oh you just kind of blew my mind now that you think about I've seen Spice World unfortunately I've never seen Spice World I worked at a video store we played a lot of <laughs> bullshit on the TV occasionally this was one of the rotations you can't put Fight Club on every time exactly <laughs> Middle America confused what <laughs> but yes yeah, Spice World I've seen it a few times it's terrible. But now that you make that joke, Spice World is kind of like the new version of this. They are playing a hyper-reality version mm. of themselves. Yeah. Look, bottom line, at one point, Spice World, aliens land and dance spice up your life with the girls. That's fucked up. It's weird. It's really weird. There are no aliens in help. You know what, though? If it happened, it oh, wouldn't, wouldn't, no, no, yeah, no, wouldn't yeah. have added an eye. No, not at all. <laughs> After Paul shrinks, I'm pretty well acceptable <laughs> yeah. for anything. Every, anything yeah. can happen. Now. <laughs> uh, they all live in that crazy house. I really... <laughs> I would love to live in that house. Oh, my you... God. John slept in the floor. It was like a bed that went in the floor. That's awesome. <laughs> you know what I kind of actually liked about that house? Uh, it's like four... I don't know what they call them out there, but they're essentially think of like brownstones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Those like... But all, all squeezed together. Yeah, yeah. They look like on Pivot Drive. Yeah. But all the walls are knocked out, so it's one large, like, studio room. Yeah. What I kind of liked was that th- that it showed that they're, th- that they're essentially four brothers. Yes. You know, and like, they, they all sleep in the same big room, mm-hmm. but they all have their individual, like, little sections. Yes. I enjoyed that concept. It was, it was kind of neat. I dug it. I liked that they were all kind of brotherly and yes. friendly with each other, even though... Even that- in the ribbing. Yeah, yeah, even yeah. You mean the part where John and Paul wanted to cut off Ringo's finger? Yeah, yes, that was seriously. Be... I love. At one point, George is like, "Well, there's a new drummer in London. Yeah, he's, he's, he's quite handsome." handsome. <laughs> Poor George. We I like George. We like George because we we had a conversation the during the movie. We felt that George was the artist, and that is shown really after the Beatles broke up when he got up all into the. Um, yeah. Robbie Shankar shit yeah, yeah, yeah. and very bongy and I love that shit. I mean, he. Dude, as we were saying, Here Comes the Sun is probably mm, a gorgeous, one of the gorgeous, song. gorgeous, one of them songs. Paul, he got Artie too. But, <laughs> John, no, not John Paul. Got John Artie. got, yeah, you know, Paul, Paul got wings and one-legged chicks. John got Artie. With Yoko, Yoko. who broke up the band. Bitch. What are you doing? You're not actually going into an asteroid field. Well, it's either that or going to the strawberry fields. Oh, you know what I'm getting into? Is one-legged chicks. Yeah, Paul, what's your new wife's name? Peg? That'll be enough of that, lad. How about Eileen? Ha! Ringo got it. One of the greatest Simpsons jokes, though, ever. Is and I'm and I'm gonna fuck it up, but I but it's when they go to Moe's mm-hmm. and they're like, he's like, and what can I get for you? And he's like, oh, I have a beer. And she goes, I would like a free floating plum supported in a purple liquid in a man's bowler hat. He goes, ah, here you go. He just brings it up and it's perfect. I, I remember that. I was like, that's funny. Yoko's crazy. Hey, Barney, what'll it be? I'd like a beer, Mo. I'd like a single plum floating in perfume served in a man's hat. Here you go. Yes, Yoko. You swing She's... out of this. <laughs> I'm stuck in a Yoko loop. You gotta get me out. <laughs> She's still weird. Wouldn't you be? 
I don't know, would I be? I'm 40, up, 50 years later? Look, it sucks that John got shot, but I'm more upset that he hit, that the fucker hit John and not her. Like, because he left us with her fucking singing for the last 20 years. Yeah, but was anyone paying attention? No, no, no. I'm once, once John passed, that was that was kind of it for her. Yeah, she just kind of... She's forever known as, you know, Yoko Ono, <laughs> the band splitter. <laughs> is, that it, her, is that her Cthulhu name? <laughs> When she descends from on sky dimensions. That's, that's what we call her, the Chaos Dimension. Yoko Ono, the band, band splitter. splitter. It's going to be the epitaph on her tombstone. She's like, no, 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 You're like, no. Yeah, I... Let's get back to the movie. I don't want to talk about Yoko no more. One thing that uh, I found weird the first time I saw, but then continually got funny, uh, oh, as, as it's used a lot, are these uh, title cards or... Um, uh, captions. Oh, that... you mean like where the the Beatles now running away, like those kind of things? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Or like where the tiger shows up and it's like a tiger. Yes. <laughs> no shit. <laughs> like it's it's these. I I can't even think of what it's trying to do other than just being kind of quippy and funny. I think that's pretty much it. Uh, sometime... or, or maybe there's a dark side of this movie. The producers are like, we don't know what the fuck's going on. Put title cards in there. Well, so at some points it does just fill in the the black spot mm-hmm. that connects A to B. Yeah, that's fine. It, it says, the Beatles go to the jeweler. Uh, or the the Beatles, the Beatles the go be- someplace. The Beatles? Yeah, the Beatles. <laughs> well, I've heard some stories about John. Damn. Uh, the Beatles go someplace safe. Like I said earlier, like this movie is a beginning and end with situational humor in between. It, it's not really like, oh, here's a clue. We follow the clue. We go to the next point. Yeah, because they end up in the Alps for no reason. Because they thought it was safe, I think. That's what, yeah. And then that's what the title card and tells it, which you. Which gives us one of my personal favorite songs, She's Got a Ticket to Ride, yeah. where they're just oh, s- playing in the snow. Several several yeah. songs are played in their entirety and, ha- oh, and are music not, videos. Yeah. Kind of stuck they're in not the doing anything in the movie other mm-hmm. than taking place in the same scene. Well, it's also advertising, well, hey, we have a soundtrack. Well, granted, but I think you knew that. No, bro, I was just saying. When but it you was all... the Beatles had a movie. But it was just saying. It's like they're also like, hey, hey, if you like this song, available. But like nothing, nothing is progressed in, uh, like everything around the the quote unquote story I, I stops do... for the video for the music. Videos. I disagree. I think the progression was that we got to spend time with our favorite band, watching them be funny. That's what was happening outside the videos. Yeah. You know what degree. To disagree. Okay. Okay. I mean, I'm right, but whatever. <laughs> this movie's made in 65. I don't give a shit. <laughs> the, like, when they try to capture the ring, like, the, like you were saying, the title card is like, five attempts were made on Ringo's life. Yeah. He and it's number just one. Five <laughs> jokes. It's just five set-up punchlines. I love the one with the hand dryer in the bathroom that rips off all their clothes and then rips off the wall and the faucet and the sink. All. I thought that was pretty funny. <laughs> is is that when um, the, uh, the 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 sister chick? Um, I can't. I don't know what her. I'm not sure if many names were actually ever used. Are you talking about Winky? Winky. Yeah. yeah. You know, we'll call her Winky. Yeah. This bitch keeps winking. That's the joke in the movie is that she winks a lot because remember George makes that joke. He's like, I'm, I'm getting, getting winked at a lot. <laughs> used to be Paul, but now it's me. <laughs> and she's like, which was funny. Yeah. Beetle, wink, wink. Come to me. <laughs> like, it's weird. Terrible accent. It's always a slow wink. Yeah. She like just. It's supposed to be sexy. Just gently closes one eyelid. <laughs> 
and then opens and goes on. <laughs> what uh, you don't know here is that he's winking at me to demonstrate what she did to you folks yeah. audibly. <laughs> well, to describe it so they could like really soak it in, it's I awkward. had to also do it. Uh, but but wink- she can say no more. <laughs> Winky, uh, you know, I just keep thinking of the Pac Man ghost. <laughs> Was it the pink one? <laughs> there's Pinky. I think there's Winky, Wink, Blink, Blinky, Winky, Pinky, Linky, stinky. and Stinky. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wasty. <laughs> and Bert. Um, well, clearly Phil. Well, yeah. <laughs> Winky at one point says, like, just to the camera, I'm well, not yeah. what I seem. Yeah, yo, they I, break I, the fourth wall. Yeah, I, I think I think it's at it's I think I think it's at that point in that joke. Like, she is with the Indian she, sacrificers. Right. But she's the double agent. She keeps helping the Beatles. Uh, yeah. uh, yeah, that's how they get, say it. Yeah. <laughs> and they're bad English trying to do Indian accents. It's a poo is better. A poo is way better. Yeah. Help. And I'm pretty sure that's a white guy. Yeah, yeah. Well, I think it is. Like, like an American white guy. I think it's Hank Azaria. Oh, yeah, I think you're right. <laughs> Manjula is better. I mean, like, that's the... <laughs> like, these are some of the worst Indian accents yeah. ever. They're very like, well, big bo, uh, big like, bo. You know, you're like, oh, that's so offensive. In the that 60s, ain't life of pie. <laughs> in the 60s, it didn't matter. All you got to do is slap a turban on anyone, and they're automatically Indian. Yeah, no dots, though. No. But... That would have been racist. <laughs> oh, that's right. <laughs> that's the line. Oh, well, excuse me. The, it's, I, you know this movie is going off the rails right away in the beginning when they go into their four-bedroom studio apartment crazy house when George walks over to his section and he has real grass underneath his bed. Yeah. And he points to a dude that's just already there. Yeah. He's just hanging waiting. And the dude picks up like um two like Joker's teeth. Yeah, the, the chop 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 yeah, thing yeah. and proceeds to cut the mow the lawn with the Joker with the Joker two teeth. Two handheld like Joker's teeth. <laughs> you know right away you're like, oh this shit's gonna be cray. <laughs> like this ain't normal. It's weird. It's weird. Uh what's also kind of peculiar is the the the, the Indian cult is trying to get the ring, and then they're trying to kill Ringo. But uh, they stop. The Beatles stop at a scientist, and like they're they're, they're trying to get help to get the ring off because the because <laughs> <laughs> they're trying to get help. I see. You know what? I didn't see that the whole time. I never realized that's what they were. Yeah, they're trying to get. So the scientist was trying to get the ring off, which you know, you know, like boss, nobody can. Fucking boss for me. The face that I just got, if looks could kill, <laughs> this would just be the spooky issues cast. Like, there's just. All right, continue. Uh, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> but for some reason, this ring. Like, I, I didn't get why the scientist wanted this ring so badly. Because it could change the world. Somehow. It was going to make him famous. Like, he was kind of a little mad scientist. A little? Yeah. Him like, and his lover? <laughs> Algernon. Yeah. Which is a weird. I think a reference. Uh, they they reminded me of the the howls for some reason. Like a gay howls. Yeah, like he he was wandering around like a sailor suit, <laughs> talking about money and shit. I don't know. That's that's where my mind went with it. It was gonna make him famous, but what's what's really weird is he is also setting up elaborate traps and like using all kinds of sciency gadgets, lasers, to, and lasers, stuff, and all yeah. kinds of like time warping shit uh, to try and. <laughs> Get the ring off of Ringo. 
Oh, Ringo and Ringo. Hey, how about that? For real? Yeah. Anyway. Oh, this is just going to be Leland's movie issues. <laughs> going to bring John back, huh? Is that what it is? <laughs> <laughs> it was a good podcast. <laughs> but what's weird is that Ringo wants to get rid of the ring. Like, at this point, he knows the Indians are trying to kill him. I, I don't get why the scientist is being so malicious. He's crazy. He's like not he's, hearing him. Like he's this, like, he goes, you can have it. And he tries to take it yeah. off. And they're like, well, we'll take your hand. <laughs> yeah. like, he just automatically just escalates to the point of like, oh, well, fuck it. We'll cut his hand off and then we'll get it. <laughs> I think just because they're crazy. I don't, I don't, I think you're looking for something that's not it's explainable. Not, but I get, I get why the 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 death cult wants the ring yeah. i get that they got a they got a religion they're they're trying to handle things the scientists <laughs> i don't get like why do you automatically just go to oh we'll just kill him and then we'll get the ring like you you guys were on the same page and then you start trying to laser his finger off and like fucking drop some pin particles on there you'll be fine it'll just you know come right off I yeah I think it's it's weird because now we have these two groups that are chasing the Beatles through the Alps, through the Bahamas, through London, yeah. through everywhere else they go, and then they go to that bar where the tiger shows up. Yeah, which you have to sing Beethoven's Fifth Concerto or something. Yeah. Ode to Joy. You have to yeah. sing Ode to Joy, Fuck, which whatever. apparently had words. I didn't know it had words. They hide out in Buckingham Palace at one point. Yeah. Like you do. Well, they're English. I'm pretty sure everyone's allowed. <laughs> is that is that not true? <laughs> like, there's a guest room, right? <laughs> no, no. You, you mean like Abraham Lincoln's room? Like, <laughs> yeah, there's the Lincoln room. <laughs> How amazing would it be if they had a Lincoln room in Buckingham Palace? That'd be like, weird. <laughs> that'd be probably not the same Lincoln. Probably. <laughs> All this, just them running around the world doing crazy shit, all kind of comes to a head in the Bahamas, mm. where they make the joke that the the evil cult has relocated their entire temple yeah. just for this sacrifice. Yeah. I mean, obviously, they just walked back on the same set. But... <laughs> okay, we got to ruin the, the image. Uh, oh, 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 we forgot about the Scotland Yard guy. They they pull in this cop who seems like he's going to be the smarter of the, the only people in the room, competent person, and fails miserably right out the gate. Like, yeah, he, <laughs> as soon as he gets his hand on a gun, he just starts firing wildly. Uh, yeah, I'm like, that's not. You, yeah, you're, not you're a good cop. You're like the fucking Inspector Gadget of inspectors. <laughs> Whoa. Hey, you know what? Things had to be said. <laughs> I don't the, care if it hurts his feelings. But they're running around on the beach, and then like they're putting the 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 Indian cult in a concentration camp, getting information out of them. Well, okay, that's a well, little harsh. That's a little harsh, but you know, <laughs> they were they were rounding them up and interrogating, which was really funny because <laughs> it was daylight. It's a desk. They're interrogating him at a desk outside in the daylight, the and he's flashing a desk lamp in his face. He's like, "Where were you? <laughs> Where is the Beatles?" Uh. Yeah, it's it's just it's this movie is really really crazy, and I think I love it. Uh, I, I really I've never do. seen it before, uh, and I I definitely did enjoy it. Um, I think it's a look into a time where shit like this was allowed, and well, and it just is accepted. You're like, this is a crazy movie by a crazy man that we all enjoy. Huzzah! 
I mean, this is the same time, you know, well, maybe this is a little later than when Elvis was making movies, too. And Elvis wasn't really an actor. That's why he sang all his lines. <laughs> yeah, Harem Scarum is terrible. <laughs> yeah. Like, I mean, it's just, if if you were famous enough, you got a movie. Didn't matter what you were famous for. As long as, you know, the the people would pay to see you. So, like, everything, I mean, that's why the Beatles play just the... The hyper version of themselves. Every joke is set up on a t-ball for them to just slam out of the park. It's not, uh, and that's not to say that the movie is uh, isn't fun. I mean, it's absolutely fun and in its wackiness. In it's an old movie, so you got to put a lot of your normal critiquing, you know, devices away. Yeah, you sit back. You love the music already. You know, yeah, honestly, if you're not a Beatles fan, you're not watching this yeah, movie. But, yeah, but there's also no reason to watch this movie if you're not a Beatles fan. No, there's no point. Yeah, that's yeah, what I'm saying. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's I think what, we said the same thing at the same time. You, that's my point, is that you've already loving the music. You want to see the music yeah. played out. Like, like every, every music video, mm-hmm. we both started singing together. Well, it's because of the Beatles. You always can yeah. sing. Yeah, yeah. You know. It's it's just, you know, this this time in this phenomenon for one of still the biggest bands ever. Yeah. In the history of ever. Totally. Yes. So what's your favorite Beatles song? Probably You've Got to Hide Your Love Away and She's Got a Ticket to Ride from this. Yeah. yeah this yeah. was my first Beatles record. Yeah, like, yeah. I'd heard the Beatles, you know, yesterday. Like, I know all that shit. Mm-hmm. My dad's a gigantic Beatles fan. Mm-hmm. We got the records all nice on the wall nice. still. My mom's but... the Beatles fan. My dad was the Stones fan. My dad likes some Stones, so therefore... I mean, I know their hits. I'm good. Mm. Never needed to dive further into the pool. It's a lot of crazy Stone shit. To me, it all kind of sounded the same, but I guess the argument can be said about the Beatles from a Stones stamp perspective. No, yeah, so, it's, you know, it's, whatever. it's more of the same. Uh, yeah, but th- because this was my favorite Beatles album, this is the one I... This is actually the only... I mean, I have a lot of Beatles stuff. Yeah. Like, I'll get it from my dad or... Randomly pick it random up. Random pick, yeah, yeah. But this is the only Beatles album that I have pre-purchased and repurchased oh, yeah. to get the higher vinyl master cassette, yeah like because i wanted the then digital and i just got the digital one a couple months ago and yeah. it dude <laughs> man it's awesome anyway what's your favorite beatles song um i want to yeah. hold your hand <laughs> I, although i did that yeah i, I just, apologize <laughs> i came probably, at you i came at you bro and i'm sorry <laughs> i don't know why apologize to the beatles too that was <laughs> Do I need to? <laughs> yeah. At least Paul. Ringo, meh. Yeah, I'll apologize to Paul. I like Paul. Even though he has poor chase in the <laughs> uh, Golden Slumber is actually one of my favorites. Golden Slumber, and I, I really like Helter Skelter. I don't even think I know that one. <laughs> it's, it's one of the I'm, jams. I, you know what it is? I'm more of a 60s Beatle guy. Yeah. 70s, I'm kind of like, eh, it's cool. They, they were still around. <laughs> Uh, while my guitar gently weeps is yeah. another one that I I will go and find covers yeah. just because it it just always sounds perfect. Well, like George George uh, writing that one just hit perfection. No one can do it wrong. Well, it's like he told you during the movie when they were singing, "You got to love your hideaway." What's my favorite song? <laughs> you've got to hide your level away. When you've got to, <laughs> you know that favorite song of mine that yeah, I can't yeah, remember. That one you just mentioned. Yeah, yeah. Um, 
Uh, yeah, I, I have a cover. Pearl Jam did a cover of it a couple years back in concert. It's solid. I mean, you know, for Pearl Jam. Jam Pearl can do a pretty good cover. Jam Pearl. <laughs> I mean, it's not crazy Pearl Jam. He's cleaned up, you know, yeah. so it's not his... Ooh, 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 where I was always like, what the fuck's going on, man? <laughs> Damn, you weird. <laughs> you like, had crazy eyes. <laughs> in, the, in, in that part of Jeremy, I never quite knew if he was... Choking or nutting or <laughs> or what? Like I've done that song. He for, was feeling the music. I've done that song for karaoke, and that's in the the, yeah, yeah, the words. Yeah. You've got to do something. I have done everything from like lay on my side and run circles a la Homer to or, the or mic stand or how it was originally a la Curly. A la Curly. Let's no, I'm sorry. You're right. You're right. It's, <laughs> You're right. Curly did it first. <laughs> That's a deep cut, though, to go with Homer. Well played. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. You know, I, as, as much as I enjoyed the Jam of Pearls, I just feel that not. I, I still, to this day, have been listening to this band for 20 years. I do not have a clue what they're saying in even flow. <laughs> so yeah. I've looked at the liner notes and I was still like, I don't know what the fuck they're saying. Heard on a harness, I'm gonna hold Yeah, I mean, you know the chorus. <laughs> Everyone comes in, yeah. everybody in the bar is like, even flow. Yeah. But in between, everyone's That's like, it. Everyone else is like, ready to go in some, some, I'm gonna explode and. Hand in my pocket and I'm ready to go. Uh, I kind of equated. I remember thinking wow. it was like when when Eddie there. Better would do his crazy thing on stage when he gets yeah. on his ooh. It always kind of reminded me of kind of when um, Alanis Morissette's palsy dance that she used to do on stage. Remember in the nineties, right when she it, it gets in the gist of you ought to know, like she curl her hands up like a T Rex, hold the <laughs> microphone in, and she'd be just like ah. Oh yeah! What the fuck are you doing? Are you feeling the music or are you retarded? (laughs) Took me a second to remember what the fuck you were talking about. No, I I figured, but I I see it in your eyes. You now know. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. But remember, she did that for a while, and you she she kind of does in the ironic video too. Like she, yeah, like she just pulls her arms in really tight. Little T Rex arms. (laughs) Like like she's like, I got really small arms and I can't reach. (laughs) Big head, little arms. Yes. Actually, well, Rose had a weird. Oh, dance he was having it. like a seizure up on stage, but he always wore bike shorts. They were like like tight bike shorts, yeah. and it was always really awkward. <laughs> Even as a kid, I was like, "Damn, man, I can see you. That's I'm, wrong. I'm not going to emulate you. No. I'm going to emulate Slash. Yeah, I yeah. Still, I don't... That's the one in this band. Now you're fat. <laughs> <laughs> you look like Axl Rose eight Axl Rose. <laughs> <laughs> you just. Ugh. <laughs> So, our winner of the contest. <laughs> we're going to so end this shit. <laughs> you, you hung in this long. Time to announce the, the winner who beat everyone else. So, I did the tallies this morning. Everyone did really well, and I'm not just saying that. We had a lot of people that were hitting the high teens. It's had some people, not so much, but you know what? I appreciate your trying. Right on. Sometimes, it's a gamble. Mm. Unfortunately, when you're doing an Oscar poll, the tip is... Don't vote who you want. You vote with how it's going to go. Yeah. And the it's person, never who you want. No, it's never who you want. Brave. So, <laughs> the uh, Spook, please tell us who our winner is for 2013's Oscars winnings. Or 2012? I guess the 2013's Oscars for the year of 2012. That'll work. Fuck it. Who won with 19 wins out of 23? Our very first movie issues contest winner is... Trish Mistrick. 
We think we're saying that correct. I'm pretty sure. I just went phonetically. <laughs> if not, we're sorry, Trish. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't. I'm pretty sure <laughs> Trish is right. Uh, I've already contacted. We're good to go. She's going to get her uh, DVD Blu-ray of Wreck-It Ralph when it comes out. A couple weeks still. <laughs> hang, hang tight, girl. We're, <laughs> we're going to get you. Hang tight, yeah. girl. Hang tight, girl. I'm pretty sure Trish is were a girl. You, were you a singer from DuJour? Like, what are you, what are you getting all, sup, sup. What's up, girl? Sup. No. I, I, I. <laughs> I was trying to think of just a different R&B group from the 90s. Oh, man, but Color Me Bad, yo. Color Me Bad. Which one was uh, Bobby Brown in? That's the one I was trying to think of. New edition. New edition. Yes. <laughs> also, my brain literally just leaked. It was just like, why do I know this information? <laughs> That's the one I was I, I wanted to go for, but yeah, not not Boys Man. <laughs> nope, too easy. I don't. Know, I think Colby Colby Bad Colby Bad was good because they want to sex you up, son. They do. They do. <laughs> I've had to put repeated uh, uh, restraining orders on them because of how badly they want to sex me up. It's a terrible joke. If you cut it together <laughs> so I'm not s- struggling, it might sound better. <laughs> I think I'll leave it all in. Just, just hear, don't even hear that. If you cut it together. <laughs> if I explaining just, my own joke. Just, that joke was better in my head. <laughs> you, um, you, uh, yes, Trish, right on. You won. Uh, you did. Like I said, you beat me by two. If you were a good friend of mine, I would call you a name right now. But I don't know you, so you get the loving yay for Trish. <laughs> uh, but thank you to everybody. Uh, honestly, I think we got more entries than we were kind of anticipating. Word. Like, the the, the contest did very well, uh, so we'll probably be, de- be doing it again next year. Yeah, well, I'm going to worry about it for another year, so we're good. Yep. Uh, nothing <laughs> nothing really is going to happen in movies until then, so. Yeah, oh, nothing <laughs> We're we're probably probably gonna be pretty good. We'll just we'll just ride this lull until uh, next Oscars. But you can go ahead and uh, like us on Facebook slash Movie Issues. You can hit us up at movieissues at gmail dot com. Follow us on Twitter at Movie Issues. Uh, and and of course we have the website uh, up and running now. We have our own movieissues.com where all of our reviews and podcasts uh, all of our articles are going to be centered into no more sifting through to find the good golden nuggets that are movie issues wow oh golden nuggets (laughs) you even make me care right that's the job here that's why I'm your hype man I'm your hype man I don't know what that means I hype you up oh hype hype then you said height oh no, no, no. No. You're my hype man. Yeah, was, you say. get the cookies off the top of the fridge for me because I can't reach them. Our, our relationship is very much in the sense of Abbott and Costello. Yeah. We know who we are. Yeah. I have to take a running jump to get into some cars. I once got mistaken for Warwick Davis. That is us for this week. We are Movie Issues. We will see you next week when another wonderful music-themed film is presented. Give you a heads up. It's the 80s, y'all. Anything goes. I have to climb a flight of stairs to get into my bed. You need to stop. 